Who are you to wave your finger? You must have been out your hair. I hold deep in muddy waters. You practically raised the dead. Rob the grave to snow the cradle and burn the evidence down. Happy November, friends. Ben Aaron, myself, we're into November, we're into that final stretch. The Cowboys, fresh off a disappointment, they head into the stretch now. As we look forward to the Giants, no one remembers the Eagles. It's the Giants and Panthers now as we head forward to the December stretch, and it's forward and we're ready to go, so a very tame opening. For me, I'm going to stop here and introduce the fellows. The it's, fellows. It's Benjamin, it's Aaron, as I slur. That's me. That's me. I'm here. I'm here. Good to be here. Good to, Good be to here. see Scotty Good in the studio. Good to see Scott here. Almost didn't make it, guys. Good to see you. Supporting the Ukraines tonight. I'm supporting the Russians tonight. <coughs> Are you? Yeah. Okay. This is a Dallas Cowboy podcast. This is we a try Dallas to Cowboy remind podcast. Certain people. Uh, thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, so tonight we get past the tragedy that was the Philadelphia Eagle debacle at Link, uh, Link, and we come home and get things right. As I always like to say, we're seven days away from getting things right, getting right. And of course, I don't even want to spend time on the Giants this week. It's not worth my, it's not worth my effort. And I'm just going to look forward to December. But you guys can talk about the Giants game if you want. I want to talk about. Aaron's crazy news stories and Ben's little episodes during the week. The Giants, this is a foregone conclusion. I'm doing the th very thing I don't like to do, which, you know, I always say the NFL happens. It's the NFL. Yep. Not this week. This is a bloodletting. What? Yes. And we talked about we it just the other day about that, this. that he better guarantee this one. Right. 16 and a half point favorites. We thought if, there, if he didn't guarantee this. 16 and a half. If he didn't guarantee this victory, there's no victory he would ever guarantee. I am like you, Scott. I, I went to do my homework for the first time ever. I was like, man, I'm going to actually do some research, get some data. I'm going to come prepare for this okay. show. And then I, I, I looked, and I, I was like, oh, yeah, because I was a little bit uh, frazzled from the Philadelphia Eagles loss. And I looked, and I said, oh, we're playing the Giants. Yes. I don't need to do any homework. They're starting There's Tommy no DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. There's no hey, homework to be done. Hey. Yeah. hey, what are you talking about over here? I'm the New York Giants starting quarterback, huh? Hey, what are you talking about over here? Tommy hmm? DeVito. I'm going to lead us through a the field goal, huh? for the New York Giants over here. It would only be better if he were an Eagles quarterback, oh, but yeah. the Giants fit too. So I'm just going to yes. check out, wait for the crazy Aaron news stories that make me laugh and make me happy. Well, and I... I had I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna get this done, but like I said, there was nothing to do, and that fit very very well with my schedule because yes. I still haven't I haven't moved past Philadelphia. I'm still a little bit. It's I'm getting better, but yeah. I'm still a little bit miffed at that Philadelphia first down and six, and we didn't score. I'm still a little bit upset, but maybe Aaron's got something from the news desk for us to help. My God, I do have a story brain. to bring to the table, but we we can save it. You know, we so, don't we don't have to go there. So, yeah, I talked with you the other day. I haven't talked to there, and I listened to the podcast that the professionals put out Monday night. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for carrying the show. 
I would just say that uh, let me chime in if I may because you guys made some very good points. Uh, for me, <clears throat> it just stands to reason, you know, the Cowboys are going to lose this type of game because the Cowboys are good a lot of the games, but situationally, they still lack. They're poor situationally, and it's probably why. Why are we laughing at me? I, I just, I have to. Golden voice over here. He's got the special microphone, okay? <laughs> right. That we can't touch. He packs, he takes with him wherever <laughs> he goes. He's got a special at me. suitcase for it. We've got walls <laughs> fit up with padding. Everything that he wanted, we did. I came in here and I put in some hardcore manual labor <laughs> right. to make Daddy happy for our audio. Yep. yep. And he continually coughs, coughs, <laughs> cracks open a beer, squeaky chair, the lighter king. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know what pie. you got going. Yes, my I don't favorite, know what you got going on over there. My favorite is this. So what do we do it all for? My favorite is before the news story drops. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I swear want all a couple these weeks things ago, to sound good on our I, audio. I felt like it sounded really good a couple weeks ago when I, I I heard you sniff a line of cocaine. Oh, it sounded. I heard it vivid for real. Yeah, Did it was four K audio. You could hear it going yeah. through the California straw. California shit does to him. So it made yes. Scott start Jones and yes. you know his struggles with I this. Do. Okay. I do. I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but that's the personal problem. My mouth mine. felt a little numb. So let me get <laughs> yes, let me get past it real quick. So the Cowboys remain a bad situational football team. I you know they outgained the Eagles by over a hundred yards. They were they were the equal on their home field and played really good football for a lot of the game. But you asked them to execute in key situations, <clears throat> and it's not their it's not their thing. And I think that's what we've seen in big games, and it's the one thing they still have to—they still have to sort of combat and 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 find if they're going to be if they're going to be successful at the times we need them to be better. You well, know, oh, go yeah, ahead. No, I, I saw a take uh, that was saying, "Hey, if the if the Cowboys, let's just live in a world where we converted that at the end of the game and first and goal to six, and Dak throws a touchdown and we win the game." Uh, the take was that nothing has changed, okay? Um, the stats are, like you said, we outgained them. The stats are still the same. So, in a way, throw out that last 27 seconds and just, you know, hit cut there. And, okay, a lot of good things. But I could not agree with that take because we've been there. We've been there, we've been there, we've been there. And at some point... You've got to make that play with 27 seconds left. You know, uh, you can, uh, yeah, I can throw that all out the window and say, oh, you know, uh, we're right there with Philly. But I've, after eight times, nine times, ten times of saying that, at some point you have to, you have to be the guy or the team that pushes it over the edge and wins this game. At some point you have to take that next step. For, for, for me, it's a lot more about Philly than it is Dallas. Because if you look at it, they start the game, they score a touchdown. They start the half, they score a touchdown. The score is 28-17, correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron. It was 28-17 with eight minutes left, seven yep. minutes left. And if I'm a Philadelphia Eagle fan, I'm feeling really good. We took care of business. Mm -hmm. But then I go back to the Cowboys side. I'm like, look, you can see the problems. You can see how close you are, how, how very close you are. But these are the actual little granular things that you have to take care of because in actuality you are close but when do you close and i think once they do figure out how to close if they ever do that's when we'll start having better conversations aaron 
Well, uh, one thing that I read this week, um, which was quite interesting, take is the way that this team is built. Uh, we are built to succeed when we get turnovers. If you look back at the games where we don't get turnovers, we like have a 36 percentage winning percentage. Uh, if you get us with a turnover, we win. One plus, we our record is ridiculous. Our three losses this year, all three games, no turnovers. So you take the turnover out, and it's like, well, we're definitely not going to win. We've got to learn how to win when we can't get the turnover. And that Philly game, I mean, it's not just the turnovers. Everything about that game, we just came out on the wrong end of every stick. Every fumble, they recovered. Oh, my God. Uh, there wasn't really any real true possibilities for an interception. So we didn't have any real chances there. Maybe one. I would but, say for either side, they were pretty clean with the yeah, quarterback play. but they fumbled the ball three times. So oh, let me ask you this. Mike, all three times, before, we missed out on it. Before you go on, I think the sort of moment, the defining moment, I'm going to let you finish that thought. The sort of defining moment of that game is when A.J. Brown does the cross, does the cross, the motion, mm. and they motion across pre-snap to give that sort of that zone, that read look, and the option read look. Actually, it's not a zone, but an option read look. Hurts uh, turns, gives the ball uh, to Swift. The collision happens. It's like manna from heaven. It's right. an opportunity. Couldn't and, believe it. And it's between his legs, just waiting for Micah to grab it. And Aaron, you yep. take it from there. It was just every time something bad happened, we came out on the short end of the stick. I mean, out of that whole mess, you end up with the guard who the guard recovers it. Yeah, Dickerson. You know I the yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's that's what I'm saying. That that dovetail. That's like that take that I was reading, where it's just like, oh, it was just so close, or a play here. Everything play, and was so close. We're always on the rotten we're on side the of wrong it. Side of everything, including some penalty calls. But man, at what point are we not that team? At what point are we the ones on the other side? Or at what point is Philadelphia having the conversation we're having today and we're having their conversation? It does when seem does that, that we happen? always come out on the short end of the stick. And that is that argument that you were talking about the other night that, yeah, you could hear. Like, when are we going to be the teams that come out? Yeah. We always come up short in these big games. And first and goal at the six with 27 seconds, I think I'm getting four cracks at this end zone. And we got more time, more than enough time. Yeah, I'm getting four cracks at this end zone, and I'm going to finally be the guy that's on the other side. Yeah. That's where I was at mentally. So yeah. that's why I've been struggling a little bit to uh, move past. Yeah, move past it. So yeah. quanti quantitatively speaking, we would say, you know, again, Philly came out, scored first. Dallas sort of, oh, okay, we're in a game, fine. You know, we went three and out. We are, by the way, the three and out. By the way, uh, the Eagles. I wish we're on that show last week. I, I would have known this at the time, but the Eagles, as I found out later, before the game, the Eagles are number one in the league in run defense. Okay. And the reason is that they commit five defensive linemen to all first down plays pretty much across the board. First down plays, they're putting, they have seven first round picks. They can, they can, yeah. five defensive linemen on the front. They're basically saying, you're going to pass this if you can protect it, you're good, but we're not going to let you run. They're committing that. They have yeah. a lot of resources up front. That's yeah. where they committed them. We come out first series. Run, <clears throat> run, 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 incomplete. Yeah. And we talked about it leading into the game. 
on our show, we talked about it. Like, don't beat your head trying to run the ball on this team. Right. They're susceptible to the pass. Dak had a great game. Why are we coming out running the ball? Boom, boom, like that. That's just – no wonder we're punting. Yeah. Now, we don't get paid. We're sitting here – you know what I mean? These people are getting paid. That scares me, man. That's stubborn or something. So I, I know Mike is big on uh, momentum. He's big on, hey, statements to his team, you know, trying to get this momentum, and I, I don't have a problem with that. But I would say then Philly gets gets the ball, drives it down. That's fine. Then Dallas takes over, and they proceed to not – they proceed to – actually offensively, have a show the rest of the first half. Yeah, They have a show. They close strong. <clears throat> Excuse me. Minus some some penalties. The second half, some, second half comes out. Philly gets a the kick. They, they score their first two drives. Yeah, they it seems th- like coaching uh, that first drive of the first half right. and halftime, let's go and make a couple adjustments right. and another touchdown. And, right. you know, we were talking on the postgame um, that several – Several we played eight nine games. That's several. What were you saying? Half of our games, four of them. The other team has our so four of them. We've had three and outs on our first yeah. drive. Yeah, so four three and outs on eight eight games. Half of them, and that's Arizona, New England, New York Giants, Washington. You know what I mean? This is this is yes. not good teams we're playing. No, and, uh, we used to take that first possession, that first series, and go and score. And I haven't seen that at all this year. Not at all. I mean, obviously, there's so many games in the beginning of the season that we didn't need that, so it wasn't a glaring thing. But when you play these good teams, the ones that you're going to be competing with at the end of the season and in the playoffs, you're going to run into that, and you're going to need to do better on your first drive of the game. And if you're talking about momentum, well, why not get momentum with Dak and C.D.? I know. Why do we have to get momentum with Tony Pollard? I, I mean, come on, Mike. Why? Why? What's the point? It's, let's it's, use Dak it, and CD, and then let's bring Pollard in and catch them when they're not looking. We gave away a series for for one. Yes. But number two, the big whammy that got me, they get the ball the second half. Yes. So it's it's really it just hurt me. Um, not only that, it's a field position. It's just it's a triple whammy of stupidity, if you ask me. Yes. I mean, if you're going to let them have – if they're going to end up with the second-half kickoff, you pretty much got to score on your first drive. And or just, not let them score. Sorry, yes, go ahead. Yes, no, I agree with you. you got to do you got to do one or the other. We did zero of two. Yeah. And I would say for me, I have not seen too many West Coast concepts in the last two games. I would even say go back to the Charger game. They've kind of converted after the bye week uh, yeah. especially. So I'm I'm just floating this out there. We saw for most of the season the uh, first serious thing we talked about. Uh, I'm thinking possibly this might be a transition issue, transition issue with the first series because the last two, even against Philly, who has overall a good defense, not a good pass defense, but a good defense, and they're right. at home. It's a big game. Right. Uh, that except for that, I mean, it's still they're still transitioning. So you know, not the West Coast or Texas Coast offense. It's something else. I can tell you that. Uh, yes, perhaps we're agreed. seeing the transition, and some of these problems go away. We'll see. I feel like you're being very lenient, very no, I forgiving. Think, you I, know, I, you, you could be correct. I mean, we don't know. I think perhaps. So I would say, quantitatively speaking, uh, except for those first drives coming out of the half, the, the game in the half. I would say that uh, you know Dallas was able to move the ball and convert successfully, except. 
we get down to that to that touchdown, that fourth down and goal where the, the schoonmaker issue happens. Yeah. And that ends up looming very large. It loomed large. The deck stepping out loomed large. Um, but, Scotty, you weren't with us on the post game, and here we are days after it. And I still can't get over the fact. Throw all that out the window. First and goal at the six, 27 seconds. You know, I, I, I was talking to you earlier this week, and I was, I, I was thrown. I could not believe when we received that punt at our 15-yard line with 40-some seconds to go, the chances of us winning were under 3%. Now, when we moved it so quickly down the field, courtesy of the officials, I know a lot of people say the officials were against us, but somehow we magically moved the ball right. <laughs> from our 15 to their 5, uh, courtesy of the officials, late hit on DAG, don't have to call it. Um, so the pass interference they had to call. But... Our percentage of winning at that point was 48%. I was shocked that it was that low. I honestly thought in that situation it should be at like 70. My, just, I, I was thinking it would be 70, Once 80. Once sixth. Yeah, yeah. With 27 seconds. Uh, you know, they run these scenarios in the computer. They got all the, right. you know, I don't know where they get these they numbers get, They from. get them off historical trends, those situations. Yeah. yeah. I was shocked to find that it was under 50%. So, in a way, us not getting, getting it done, that... That matched the odds. Let me reverse it to you. So we're talking about, you're talking about, hey, you're talking about statistically, you know, probability of winning. I'm just saying, if you were Dallas and you were in Philadelphia's place, you're up 28-17 in the last, what, seven minutes, okay? Yeah. When Dallas scores, I think it was six. You're feeling like, we controlled the game. Yeah. We yes. controlled the game. In actuality, when I watched the whole game, I'm talking to you right now, when I watched the whole game, Except for those opening, uh, those opening sequences out of each half, I thought Dallas was the better team myself. I thought Dallas was the better team for most of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't think that offensively they could really stop us. Right. Um, unless we were trying to run the ball. They punted twice. Yes. Right. And um, I will say that first drive they had in the second half, that was a referee Touchdown drive, if you ask me. Right, it was that aided was aided and assisted by yeah, yeah. just 50-50 calls. They didn't need to call that they just made happen. Yeah. I would even say on the last drive when they went up eleven, I would say I couldn't get really too mad. I was upset. Don't mind. Don't mind that. But I was like, if Jalen Hurts is going to throw that perfect of a pass, and Blaine had good coverage. Yeah. I can't really. I, no, I, I don't can't get like it. That. I don't like it. But I'm like, we played. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. No. They executed. Perfectly, and we defended very good. Uh, you know, good offense beats good defense. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I, I told Ben the other night that I was most disappointed with the defense coming out of the game. Going back and looking at it in hindsight, we didn't play all that bad uh, outside of the third quarter. Oh. The third quarter was our nemesis. That's what killed us. That's what lost us the game is that third quarter because we let them score 14 points uh, and and we barely touched the ball that Bang quarter. Bang. We didn't have the ball. They yeah. had the ball the whole – that's what killed us. Is yes. it, when we got the ball back after – I'm like, dude, how much time is left in this quarter? Like, yeah. have we even – I had to start thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute, have, have we even had the ball? Yeah. I was like, did they have the ball for 14 minutes this quarter? But we had it once. Yeah. And boom, gave it right back to them. Yeah. I'm going to give Philly credit. I hate that coach at Philadelphia. Ooh, I hate uh, him. 
dude. I hate him. I but hate he's to got use a good the formula. word hate, but I would throw it his way. He's got a good formula, though. I can't stand it. And maybe that. that's part of why I hate mm. him. You know, maybe uh, the douchiness that he's got, okay, I get it. But maybe part of the reason I hate him is because he's good. Yes, sir. Maybe he's good. He's got two new coordinators on both sides of the ball, and they are still running it. Best team in the NFL at eight and one. I mean, at some point, you got to get this dude his props, true. right? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the minimal amount of, yeah. of love, but it's true. Uh, they have they you know Hertz is a good quarterback. Great, he has his pro he has his problems, yeah. but they manage them well and they play really good situational football. But I, I think of you know not just Dallas, but a number of teams that are chasing Philly in the conference now. Just clean up situationally, and you you put them in peril. I think they. But have that's about, a big if. You, you, they you got know, six opponents. Everybody keeps talking about how you can put them in peril, but if you look at the numbers. Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback this year than he's been yeah. any week. I mean, wow. he is well, conversely, over, he is over 70% completion percentage versus man and zone. Yeah, okay. he's getting so he's improving. I, whereas if you look at Dak, Dak rocks the NFL in man, man right. which blows my mind. He's always been great But you man. put him against zone, and he drops yeah. like a rock to the bottom of the ocean. Jalen is even on both sides. So where's their where's their weakness? Well, he's improved uh, over the course of his oh, career. Oh, yeah, definitely. And one thing, you know, when you were talking about him, that just it sits in my stomach, which is why I haven't been able to let go of this game, is Jalen Hurts was hurt, okay? Yeah. He was not able to do his normal running. They didn't want him running. After that last shot that he took to the knee, honestly, I was like, this dude's out of the game. He ain't yeah. coming back. Yeah. But he came back, and I said, okay, he ain't running no more, or not effectively. And they still managed to somehow pull it off. This yeah. guy that's coaching them has balls of steel, man. I'm I'm with you. We should have challenged that Ooh. first drive. We should have challenged it Would've on changed the game. and made it into a fourth and three. But credit to him, credit to his team. That's balls. Uh our confidence, our belief in your team. When you're going to go for a fourth down on the first drive versus your divisional opponent yeah, your um, from the 35, your own 35. Right. Uh, you know, if Mike did that and we succeeded, we're going to be pumping our chest out and feeling good. So yeah. he's got some type of connection with his team where these guys believe in him and they play hard for him. I was reading something the other day about them, and uh, he's got the green light. He's got the yeah. green light from the front office. To say, if you want to go for it on every fourth down, you can do that without fear of getting fired on Monday. Which then allows him to tell his team, you guys, I trust you to go for fourth down, and we're going to go for it all the time. Which then gives them confidence. I mean, I think they've only been stopped once this year on fourth and short. Otherwise, They They got the Tecmo Bowl, the Madden, the unbeatable, unbeatable, unstoppable play. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Dallas did a – so they sacrificed some of their pass rush. You know, they liked the game and stunt. They sacrificed that sacrificed that to keep the pocket integrity intact. Yes. Uh, to keep him within the, the, the edges, if you will. Yes. Uh, and they did sacrifice – and I thought it was a good move. They went straight man across the board pretty much the entire game. Uh, and then you get the offensive side, the uh, – you know, that we only saw the tush push a couple of times. Yeah. But <clears throat> it is a hard thing to deal with. But uh, I thought the defensive – approach was sound just some of the penalties got them and 
yeah, I do give I give them credit. I, I also give Dallas credit for their offensive approach. Finally, when they when they decided not fuck around <clears throat> and attack their secondary. The other big problem with our defense the other day: third down. Right. They were fifty percent on third down. We can't allow that can't and allow win it. a game. This that's if you're not going to turn the ball over, then you got to stop them on third down. Man, I just I, I feel like our defense has lost some luster. You said it right, though. You said it immediately right. I mean, I've always maintained. I mean, we should all maintain that the the best part of this team is built around their pass rush. And you talked about turnovers. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, we we are built to capitalize on turnovers. Yeah. Despite and why sacks. Our, right. Our pass rush is yeah. all of the Dallas. That's that's what Dallas's yes. focus is. We're 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 constructed to cause the other team to make a mistake, and then we capitalize on that team's mistake, and we win the game. Our, our winning percentage when we get one turnover or more is, is unheard of. It's ridiculous. It's so high. I mean, you, we've always heard. How many coaches have we heard that come through here, turnovers are the key. Turn yeah. over, don't turn the ball over. Don't turn the ball over. You know, so well, we, that's one we, we get the turnovers and we win. That, uh, that stands true to everything we've heard from every coach that rolls through here. But it's amazing to see it in the way we're constructed. It's it really blows my mind that we're so not good when we don't get the turnover. I mean, we win like three out of nine games, three out of ten games when we don't get a turnover. So I'm asking when it's even because a plus one is going to be great for any team and at any level. Uh, but you're saying if they don't get any turnovers, I'm assuming either negative or even. If they're even, I wonder what it is. Well, we're I just five think and if they don't get any. Oh, you're talking about like we don't turn the ball over, or and one, they one don't, and or we don't get one. Yeah, as long as it's if even. It's just, I think it is just across the board. If we don't get one, okay. regardless of what our offense does, okay, we're five and zero oh when we've got a turnover. This okay, year. answer that question. Okay. Yeah, we're five and zero oh when we got a turnover this year. We're zero oh and three when we have not, and that we we know the turnover battle when you're playing a good team. And it comes down to inches, Schumacher, Dak Prescott. Seven. Turnovers are huge. And credit to Dak, did not turn the ball over. Clean game. Very efficient. Um, the knock on him coming into this year. Uh, Golden Voice, you okay over there? We need we have, Does anybody know how to Heimlich? Is there pollen pull in the air? Yeah. But the knock on Dak coming into this year was the interceptions last year. Just too high of a rate. And... Mike thought a little bit of that was Kellen willy-nilly offense, and I'm going to reel it in a little bit, and no turnovers, and that's a good formula because we were right in that game at the end with the chance to win it. Um, so if, if we just continue to do what we're doing, maybe lean a little more on the pass um, and don't turn the ball over, we're going to be a, a tough beat, you know. I think when you throw the four, ball 40 times a game, we're leaning into the pass. Yeah, but we knew going in that Philadelphia's weakness was their secondary. And like you said, we ran it the first two times on, on our first possession and ended up punting. So at a certain point, we're like, hey, we're, we're going to take what they're giving us or play to our strength and their weakness. That's not the same for every opponent. You know, we're going we're gonna to come up with some good secondaries at some point. I actually thought the way they set up the run game – once they settled down, was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I mean, Pollard did have one good run. It was after half. It was the what one time we got the ball in the third quarter. That's the way you're going to have to run on them, and only when you get ahead, really, because big boys like to lean. 
they don't like the catch. They like the pitch. Yeah. So anytime you're you're dropping your quarterback back sixty times, your offensive lineman hates you. <laughs> they just absolutely hate you. They want to pitch. Yeah. And they want they want to catch bodies. So, but anyway, I thought yeah, the the Pollard had started to get get a little room, and then also when you get those gaps and Dowdle, uh, <clears throat> NFL officials, Dowdle had a run that probably that may should have stand. I, I just think that they found spaces to run. And uh, I thought the way they, they approached their offense, Mike and, and Brian Schottenhammer, finally, they were, it probably was in their scheme all along. Uh, just like you said, the defensive execution lacked. Some of the penalties lacked. We did force them to put three balls on the ground, didn't get a one of them. Yes. Uh, but, you know, that's all I have on that. Well, you want to talk about their passing game. I would like to bring something up re- in regards to that. We tried to trade for this young man last year didn't make it happen we go and we make it happen in the off season we bring him in everybody talks glowingly about him Dak's talking about the connection they're making the chemistry we got da 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 he's so fast we haven't had anybody that fast on our team then we get to the regular season and it's like it doesn't exist and when you can ask Mike McCarthy about it, his response is, ho, 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 I don't play fantasy football. No, uh, he didn't. Well, yeah, he did. He, he's, he, he did said Arthur that. Smith. He said, I don't play fantasy football. I don't got time for that, Mike. Uh, when, uh, when, when you're asking me these questions about after we put up th- four, over 400 yards of offense and you're asking why somebody didn't get the ball enough, I mean, that's just crazy to me. Bitch. I don't want to spend time on that. There ain't a real league. You're not using one of the biggest weapons you have, and I don't understand why. I haven't watched all 22, so I don't know. Is he not getting open? Is he getting open? What is, in y'all's opinion, what's going on here? Because everybody I've heard, no one has a clue. Well, I did watch the all 22. I was going to say, he did. I I did get a chance to watch that Tuesday, And and this man's open. This man is open. So what's the problem? I think I know the problem. Please. First of all, I want to say to Mike McCarthy, fuck you, okay? Because no one in a in a serious competitive 12-team league or above is, using is really Cooks. rostering Brandon Cooks no. or, or starting him. If you so there's are, no fantasy football people no. that give a damn that's asking this question. No. This is football this people is football who question. would like to win a game this is, yes. that's asking you and this question. And why aren't you using one of so your don't biggest weapons? It. Don't yeah, don't poo poo it. But I think I know why. I don't think it's Mike. I think it's Dak. Dak likes to see a receiver open. I've said this many times. Okay, he needs a big receiver but out there. Well, he okay. needs a big receiver. He's too small for Dak to feel comfortable with, unless he just sees him, you know, three feet beyond the dude. And we haven't had a lot of time for some of that to develop. Do you have a theory? No, I want to hear yours, and I'll come in later. I was going to say that the one thing that crossed my mind this week was, did we go and get another player that made that now we have two receivers that's kind of redundant because doesn't Brandon Cooks kind of function the same way CD functions, meaning they move no. him around a lot. He's in motion a lot. I feel like Brandon Cooks' first career has been on the outside yes, in the deep threat. I, in the Rams' offense, I swear they motioned him a ton. 
So, yeah, that typically is the way the Rams do. They like to do a lot of the horizontal game, and they will motion Woods. They will motion Cooks. They, you know, right. Sean McVay staple. Yeah, McVay will do that. So, but, uh, and yeah, but Ben would be correct. Uh, throughout his career, except for that time with McVay, which is the outlier, uh, even though he's 5'9", he's, just because of his, his makeup, he's very strong. He can yeah. hold the outside edge. Uh, they like to use him outside, every coach. I will say – that I do believe he is open. I do believe Dak likes to uh, have certain comfort. He's always been a tight end guy. Tight ends are going to get a high volume of looks. Uh, the back's not so much. And then, of course, CD was a Mario before. It's CD in the slot. It's an easy – It's an easy. he's going to beat doubles. He's going to meet everything, especially if he's in the slot. It's just CD is going to get a lot of those. So Brandon's left out. To, I also wonder if it's a transition thing. You know, i got to get used to this, but we're in, well, we're in week we're nine. We're in week nine, man. Yeah, can I put the, the passes you're throwing to Gallup and he's dropping? Can you throw him to Cooks? Again, I I can't really answer that. It it might be it might be a Dak comfort. What's his route tree? I mean, if I you think watch his the route tree. Where, yeah. Is he just going? I, deep? I don't know that they sign, send him over the no, top I think all the time. I, I, oh, go ahead. They clear him and they'll send him. They'll send him across formations and that sort of thing. I just don't know that it's totally sending him on nines all the time. I don't. I, again, I don't have the. No, 22s. we've had several like. Uh, you know, ten yard ends for a first down. You know, he's been a good possession receiver. He's been more valuable as a possession receiver for us than as a big play receiver. I know as we're frustrated right now, it's like don't close. You're not closing, but don't close the book on that. I no. think there's more to come there. But yeah, this, I, I agree. This I dude's just, had a thousand yards receiving, like literally every year of his career, except last year. But didn't he have a little injury last he had a little year? Injury he was just shy he was of it. On, Houston. Yeah, he was on pace. I mean, for how many quarterbacks he was did just they shy use? Of it. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah. with some terrible quarterback plays. Yeah, so that's yeah. because and he's gotten used because he's open. Yeah, I just don't. I don't get it. Well, I don't I do, get it. You were talking about his route tree, and Doc had no and, problem feeding Amari and CD back in the day. But I'm Why watching Dak. You? Dak's usual. It looks like he's he's looking to CD or Jake first, and then the other one second, and then to the running back. And then to Cooks. I just you know? I believe it's a comfort thing, like you were saying, that he likes to see routes complete. He doesn't want to see them. You know, he's not going to finish it before they're at the top of routes. And it might be an adjustment with Cooks for that reason. But I think we're about – I mean, we've seen a little. I think we're going to see more of it. I mean, uh, that play that Cooks had a touchdown in last game when it was that nice pass. On the sideline, yeah. That, he wasn't – but I think we're seeing. I think we're seeing some transition right now. We're seeing, you know, they're going to start going away. More, you know, uh, less in personnel groups with Gallup, more with Tolbert. I think he's the better receiver at right. this point. I think you just. I like that word you use, transitioning, because last week it really did look like the the onset of uh, the transitioning Tolbert. to Tolbert. Yeah. You know, and and hopefully. We, we phase Gallup out. That third down drop, I don't got time for this stuff. It's week eight, man. I've given you time to recover from your injury, to get back from your injury. I've given you every leeway. I'm, I'm trying to move forward and win games, man. Dude, you're dropping balls. So I'm putting Tobert out there, and I even think that the signing of Martavius Bryant this week uh, speaks to a little bit of the I – don't, I, don't, I mean, to me, a little bit of the concern over Gallup. Uh, because uh, what was the need? We're looking at several positions that we would sign first, you know, from linemen uh, to linebackers uh, to cornerbacks. Receiver wasn't really on top of my list of things that I was looking for. Uh, so that was a very – Yeah, uh, I, from what I, I understand, about that. Uh, this is all about uh, McClay. 
He's a talent. There's no he's dispute. The that he's the one who talent. brought him to the table because he watched. He scouted him in the XFL. He knew that he just got reinstated, and he came in. He was like, "Hey, I think we should take a look at this guy." So yeah, Martavius Bryant, his first three years. Well, he was he was suspended between years two and three. 2016, 2017. I'm sorry, 2015, 2016. He was suspended one year for substance. He right? got Randy Gregory. Right, yeah. and then he came back, but he was always productive in terms of yard per catch. He's he's definitely a big play guy. Went big target. The, went to the race six four, and has the long speed. But I would just say for Gallup, it's not necessarily kicking him to the curb, but you have to do business. It's business as usual. We have to. The hierarchy changes. But getting back to Brandon Cooks, I think there's going to be a time we're going to see that actual exercise. We're going to see those things connect. Uh, just it's a little longer transition period than I would like. But I mean, I I'm just saying, you know, to what you're talking about, Dak, and the comfort levels, I mean, he's throwing passes to Tolbert. Yeah, he's throwing the passes. To, I mean, yes, he's had Gallup around, but it's, I mean, if you have no trust that the guy's going to catch the ball, I got to move on. So you're you're tossing the ball to Tolbert. I mean, I just well, that's why I, I think well, Scott's word of transitioning was really good because I, I think at some point during the game, maybe it was right after the drop. I don't know, but at some point during that game, and even with the personnel decisions we made this week with Will McClay, at some point we said. It's it's time, it's yeah. time we got to do something about this. We can't just keep go- that know, third down drop that he had was huge it was for the us. Second quarter, yeah. Oh, that was so huge. Let me, let me just say this uh, also because it may not it may not seem so not to you guys because I think you understand, but I would say the passing attack is sort of elevated in the last few weeks, and I would argue even though the numbers may not show it, I would say in a situation like with Philly when they have to account for things with that weak secondary. Brandon Cooks was probably doing exactly what we needed to, and it just didn't show up yeah. in the numbers. Yeah, you know, Brandon Cooks could be a lot of why CD's gone off Correct. the last few Correct. weeks. Correct. So, you know, he could be taking some coverage and, and making the safeties look at him and creating a lot of open space in the middle of the field for CD. Um, so, you know, you have to give him credit for that. Yeah. But I we'll just see. wanted to we'll see, see him get the, get the ball. Right. I mean, I just feel like there's there's – by not using him, we're leaving points on the field the way I look at it because I feel like he's such a weapon that we're not using that hopefully if you're right, which I do agree with, the transition of getting him more involved will come. In fact, somebody said this week, just because Mike was asked about it, we could probably say that we will see Brandon Cooks have a big game this week. And then he'd come out and be like, oh, there you go for your Brandon Cooks well, people. See, he is involved in the game plan. I know, Scott, you were just talking about, you know, you kind of want to start seeing it or something. Uh, we got the, you know, we got the schedule up here in the rabbit hole. Yes. Um, if there's a time if that we can time force it, it or spend a little time to make it happen, get yep. it going. Yep. You would think with our next couple opponents of the Giants, 16 and a half point favorites, and Carolina Panthers, one victory on the season, Neither of those teams are looking to win any games during the Sam or the the uh, Caleb Williams, you know, uh, lottery. Sure. So I don't think either of those. But we've been there. We said it with Arizona, and you know, so we can't overlook them. But you could. There is an opportunity to force it. But I don't want it in garbage time like we saw the week before. The Rams. Yeah, I don't want against the Rams. You know, I don't want to see it when we're, I'm up forty fucking points or whatever. And oh, I want to see it when it's a zero-zero game, a three-zero yeah. game, a seven-zero game. 
I want to start putting it on these other dudes' heads that are scouting yeah. against us. Yeah. So the offensive production has certainly ramped up. I would say uh, you've got a blessing this week. And, you know, I would say, first of all, that see, I, Brandon Cooks seems he's the good soldier. He's not going to complain about it. I think he feels very happy, very engaged. I think he understands he's a pro. But looking at the schedule, the Giants still one of the worst secondaries in football. Uh, to me, with and they still have the two. I think they had two rookie corners to start the season. I don't think it's gotten any better for them. I haven't seen the injury report, but at best, that's what it is. Man. So it's a get-right game. If you wanted to sort of make a, a you know a nice nice day for for Brandon Cooks or whomever. Hey, I thought that same way about our running game. You know, if you want to take a take a couple mm-hmm. of games to try and get your running game straightened out, uh, these these next couple of games are perfect for that. You know, let's let's because maybe Steele can get his head back on straight. Well, we we you talked know? about this too. You know, we 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 touched a little bit on Tony Pollard, um, and I mean it's a great opportunity to get that offensive line going. But I think it is what it is with our backfield. I mean, <laughs> the Calvary ain't coming. It's Tony Pollard or bust. That's you know, true, and it's man. twenty He's carries, twenty five carries, twenty five touches. I, not the ten thirteen sweet spot that he was getting paid on. It's the attrition, the running between the tackles, the pounding. I, I mean, it's only going to decrease if you ask me. I mean, you look at it. Uh, I think that's most of the league. I think that's the way the league is. And, and yeah, there's not too many backs that are just getting right. And tons when, they, of carries. when they use the pass to set him up, he averaged. He averaged, had a nice average. Her last week, which is the first time in forever. I, I don't think he's a one-one, but a lot of teams are operating without a one-one. I, I just think it's the way you you set up the run and the system, you know, systematically how you play it. I do agree with you that at a certain point we settled in, and right. it looked really good with running the ball. And Tony Pollard did look good. But I think we would all agree at some point soon we need to start reinvesting, you know, capital into the offensive line because things are getting old and need to go out. Well, it's interesting because we're five and three. We're sitting in a good spot. We are. We we lost the Cardinals. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's where we. That's the up. one that's going to hurt. That's the one that's going to hurt. Yeah, right. but really, we're kind of where we we you know we get so focused on this one game or this you know, but just spread out a little bit, zoom back, and we're really where we're supposed to be in the course of this NFL season. Uh, but it is interesting to see how it plays out uh, because we think there's a lot on the line for Big Mike this year. You know, he has to take that next step. And, you know, if we don't or if we have a setback or stubber toe along the way, man, this guy's going to come under fire a little bit. You know, I'm going to look out the side of my eye at how the Chargers do the remainder of the season and Kellen Moore. And, you know, we're going to have those questions. Having said all that, statistically, we are in a better place than we were with Kellen Moore. We're more efficient. We're scoring more points. Um, we're be- You know, on and on and on through the numbers, we're better. It doesn't seem that way to me, but – that's the reality. We're actually better offense thus far this year. So well, gonna, go ahead, Aaron. No, go ahead. So we're going to, you know, to speak to that, we're going to, in a, in a few days, I would say a couple of weeks, maybe a little more, we're going to come into this beautiful studio. We're going to see the Cowboys are confidently saying this right now, but we're going to see that they're 8-3, and three, that they're still behind Philly or maybe behind Philly, but we'll, let's just say they're behind them slightly, uh, and then we're heading into that game against Seattle. And then to Philly. Yeah, I love that. Right. I mean, that's very likely. That's the betting choice for me right now. It's we're going to come in here eight and three, and getting ready for Seattle, and then uh, we're going to. I'd like to see what we have to say. I'm that. sitting here looking at the schedule on the wall over here in the rabbit hole, and one, two, three, four, Thank you, five Kenny. games. Our next five games, four of them are at home. Right. We are undefeated. Yes. At home. Preach it. For the past two years, 
the the amount of scoring that we've done at home this year is ridiculous. We're like over a hundred points for uh, thirty against at home. Video game numbers at the Video NFL game level. So with that theory, the four games that are at home were undefeated. Okay. And then we're playing Carolina Nine. on the road. You're telling me that we could be going to Buffalo ten and three. If yes. we hold true with staying undefeated at home. Yes. Not only could we be going into Buffalo at ten and three, but that would give the Eagles a loss guaranteed to us. Yes. And while we're going up against that battle with Seattle, hopefully after we won two games, they're playing San Francisco. Yeah. And this is after they played Buffalo and after they played and Kansas, Kansas City. City. And I know Philly's on a bye this week, but so is Kansas City. Yep. So they Kansas City's going to be ready. Uh, Philly has most of those at home, I would say. I mean, they can lose some of those. I think they're at Kansas City. They are at Kansas City, the other two at home. Okay. So, uh, I mean, yeah, if we can get two losses in there, it would be great. But, just one. Well, just one. But if you – I mean, that we lose every tiebreaker if you're with them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. But Aaron's right. On the home on the home games, then plus Carolina, uh, I just – I would come back and say winning, what, six in a row is going to be really hard to do. But yeah. you can't – We're not going to run the table. You can't, not, well, maybe. I mean, but No, I'm not saying you are. But I'm saying if you win the home games, then yeah. anything's possible. Yeah. And I agree with, Bo, with what you're all saying because, uh, you know, that that one stung a little bit last week. And so you have to have something. You have to have something to look for. You have to have something, a goal, something to hang your hat on. And just even as a fan, I think it hurt the fans more than the players or the coaches because as a fan, we've seen it for 30 years. You know, So that starts to weigh into us. But to the players and the coaches that are going on right now, they're not part of all that history. You know, So they just got to stay focused on what's ahead. And there is real hope that we could be going into that Philly game with a chance to take the division lead. I mean, any one of those <coughs> things could go the other way during Golden that voice. game. Uh, we could have and probably would have won. I mean, one of those turnovers, one of those fumbles goes our way. I think the game's ours. You know, if Shoemaker catches the touchdown on the goal line instead of one yard short. But I, I got to be fair. We win the game. I don't know if that, say that doesn't step out of why we that because was a there's touchdown. too much clock on that game, and Philly's going to play it a different okay. way. But they're not just going to run it and punt it back to us take, that if they're not step if out they're of three and not We're five. Going to OT, you know, we possibly have a chance to yeah. win that game. Any one of those little things that didn't go right, just one, but, go our way. The game could it definitely would have ended up differently. We competed on the road versus the best team in the NFL, and that's what we need to hang our hat on. We got some winnable yes. games coming up forward, and it was extremely winnable. And we should have won. Could have won because we played. We were the better team. I go back and forth, and I still say Philly. I can tell you already, they're thinking, well, we're up. We're, we have the game in control. We let it get away late. You know what I mean? But Dallas can sit there and say we're in Philly. A lot of things went wrong. We 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 felt we competed, and we were there at the end, and they were. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think you said something while ago that's very true. Right now, the 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 the, the very thing that's sitting on our back that's really just sitting there nipping us right now is that Cardinal game, and yep. we got to get that stink off at some point. We we have to. I think we have to win one of those games. You cannot go zero for two at Buffalo and Miami. That's the thing you got to get. The yeah, card, and the those Cardinal don't game, look so scary anymore. Right. If you get one of those two, because Miami has the I, same. I'll throw st- Detroit in there. They're another six no, and two I don't, team. I don't dismiss Detroit here. 
but it is here. It's I, here. I, but yeah, I would say, you have a, but I'm just saying, at the beginning, we thought of maybe Buffalo and Miami in back-to-back. That's daunting. It still is daunting. It's daunting. But both of them, to me, especially Buffalo, is a, like a AFC version of us. Yeah. yeah, that's a mirror version. And Miami, in a different way, they, you know, I heard Sunday morning after that early game, it was like, well, they can't beat any good teams. They're killing the bad teams. I'm like, okay, Sounds yeah. Sounds like us. Sounds like us. Yes. And so Detroit, which one a little of those bit too. Teams Detroit comes too, yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, that's that's three tough tests. But we got to get that. We we got to take that on when we get there. It's playing us essentially. Yeah. But in order for any of that to have any veracity, we have to what we do. What we're all saying: win four the our four home games and yeah. win that road game versus yeah. Carolina. Very doable. But we have to do that. We've slipped up versus Arizona. We have to do that to even get to where we're talking about that other stuff. If they win, if, I'm sorry, if Philly loses two of those three. <laughs> oh, man. And we beat them. And we're clean going into that game. We're clean from yeah. there going into yes. that game. We could take the lead. Talk to me. Right. So then you're talking about, okay, those Bi- those Buffalo and Miami games become so fucking big. Yes. Yeah. Even and, bigger. And what scares me, and we were talking about it a little bit the other day, I think we can catch them at home. Okay, with their schedule and I our feel schedule, confident in but, us at but home. coming out of that, like you said, we got Miami, we've got Buffalo, we've got Detroit, and they're going to be sitting nice and pretty. They play the Giants, the Cardinals, the Giants. I mean, so like Scott was saying earlier, I don't think we're going to run the table and go eight and nine and whatever it is. You know, so I think it's going to look good when we beat Philly, but then I think we're going to move right back into second place. And at the end of the year, we could be scratching our heads saying that damn Arizona game. Cost us the division and cost us. I think us- if we take care of home the rest of the way, which is four, yeah. five more games, that right there is ten and three. Ten and three. So You're on the road at Buffalo. All I need is two on the road two, Miami. Ro- two road wins in our last games at Washington. Mm-hmm. That's the one that really concerns me, to be honest with you. The that, last the, one, just a hidden thing at Washington to end the season. Always that right? Yeah. And they'll give you a game there. And but they'll be playing we, with house money. We pick up that game in Carolina. There's one road game. We pick up the Washington game. That's two road games. So that's 12-3. and three. Well, you still got Buffalo and you still got Miami. Those are the two that yeah. I, you know. I mean, it seems like you would lose them and finish 12-5 and five and be the third year. Mike McCarthy, 12-5, and 12-5, and 12-5. And, and we're going to say going into the playoffs, we got to get to the championship game. Yeah. I don't put the Washington game in. You know, I just think that's concerning. I think you could split the Miami Buffalo game and end up losing that game. any combination. Yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah. I mean, get, really, what we're saying is two out of the four remaining road games get two of them. Split them and well, win and all the home games. And we'll have a real good idea that Washington game how how high we need to turn up the uh, DefCon threat level. Um, Maybe about week 15, 16, see how Washington is record-wise and see how they're playing out the rest of the season, you know, see how serious they are. Um, you know, we could even be in a situation where Ron Rivera's fired. You know, it depends on how they go from here. And to be fair, those those ugly games we've had with Washington in the finale, finale, Scott, uh, is with Dallas playing for nothing. Mm-hmm. Last year, yeah. you know, really playing for nothing. Yeah. But well. – uh, Basically, what I think the three of us are saying is, fuck the New York Giants. <laughs> we got no time for you or to discuss uh, yeah, you. I don't even know the, the Vinny DeVito. Yeah. What is this guy? Well, Jersey Shore. It all starts with the Giants, so we have to win this week. 
Well, I thought you had something from the news desk. I don't want to talk about Tommy DeVito. So, Aaron, before we go to the news desk, we need to throw out your prediction for this game. My Scott, pro- you will yes. go first. Yeah, yes. it's 77 to minus 2. <laughs> I just don't have time for Louis De Palma. That's a Danny DeVito joke if you watch Taxi. <laughs> I uh, just don't have time I for appreciate it. that. Saquon yes. Barkley, Wendell Robinson, you're nice and cute and all that. I do like Kalen Thibodeau. I do like the defensive line. But I think Dallas comes home pissed off, and they're going to dust off this division rival. And New York ain't trying to win shit. Right. So, uh, yeah. You, I mean, they're in the, uh, the cry-in-your-mama's-lap quarterback race. I mean, yeah, if they want to go, that's an interesting thing to just have paid Daniel Jones, and you got to do it. You have to do it. Oh, you'd have to. Yeah. Like, even though he cried on his mama's shoulder at the football game. I mean, you guys are you guys are certainly on. certain it's going to be Caleb, but if I want to go if it home, is, yeah, Mama, take me home. Uh, well. Ben, so seventy-seven to negative well, two. I, you got to save yours for last last week. What do you oh, always okay. get to go last? Well, okay, showdown. It's a, let's see, it's a sixteen and a half point spread, right? Oh, by the way, we'll cover if that score I gave yeah. you didn't dispel that out. We're covering. <laughs> We're covering. Okay. Now, straight I from, will uh, say that, uh, man. Gosh, I would be surprised. Hmm. I'm going to say thirty-eight to three. 38 to 3. Okay. I think your score is more disrespectful of the Giants. Uh, it's Tommy DeVito. My, mine's cartoonish. Yours is actually, I think they're only going to get three. I only think they'll get three. I'll be surprised if they even get three. Well, you went with Tommy DeVito, Danny DeVito, Tax. Okay, so I'm going to sum it up. Lotka. 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 Oh, he's <laughs> in Always a, Andy Kaufman. Oh, Always Andy yes, Kaufman. Yes, and I shouldn't have done that because right now he's in an argument with Simka <laughs> uh, over, you know, rent money or something. Okay, what? Lotka. 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 Shout out to Taxi. Oh, yeah. I don't need Lotka. I'm going to say Dallas Cowboys 73. <laughs> New York Giants 7. We're going to shatter the Miami Dolphins, Denver Ooh, Broncos. Wow, yeah. We're coming out with a bitch slap. We're mad. You price is right, motherfucker. I'm telling you, this guy threw and for what, seven what, yards a couple weeks number? ago. What was that Giants number? Seven. So, oh, they're going to score a touchdown. We may rewind it. I may have said 10. I may have said 13. <laughs> I was so focused on the Cowboys' 73 <laughs> points. We're going to bre- uh, break Miami Dolphins' record this week. I think still yours is the most disrespectful that Giants. I think that yeah. would be amazing because if that happens, so I'm out definitely party. winning my fantasy game. He's trying to get Brian Dable. We're both trying to get no. Brian Dable fired in the second season. Yes. No, I'm seeing I five see touchdowns to Brandon Cooks. He heard you oh, this week. Damn. He listens. He's one of the 12 listeners, and he's coming out strong. So your CD Lamb. Brandon. Stack with Dak. Hello, Brandon. Thank you for listening, man. I think uh, he said he might be in the show like mm-hmm. week 15 or something. Yes. Um, but your st- CD stack, no, you're not getting paid like that. Damn. Start Dak, though. Oh, I'm starting him every game. Every game. Well, before we get to the news desk, I only have one story to bring to the news desk. What? Yes. But I did want to say that uh, I think that uh, you need to check the email next week because i think there's some fan mail from edna okay you know uh but yes i saw came across this story this week and i wanted to bring it up to you guys because i thought y'all would have uh in fact i, I i'm pretty sure that both of y'all have had experience in this um i'll just read the headline yeah and i, I do th- i do think you said check the email i do think we had a fan mail this week 
So oh. just so you know. Okay. Well, I'm just going to read this headline to you. And then I guess y'all will understand why I'm asking y'all. Dog owner complains his mutt no longer respects him after it saw him bottoming. After it saw him what? Bottoming. What is bottoming? Yeah, you're going to have to help me out here, man. You're I'm the bottom. That's why you're doing this. You're the bottom. Wait, what? what? You, yeah. What I, don't I think understand. you're saying? I'm not into this gay terminology. Is that like what you y'all are. Y'all are taking it. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm not in the. I'm you, in the heterosexual you're world. This just to show us what bottoming is. I know tell wife, us what bo- yeah. girlfriend, significant other. What is this stuff? No, y'all are the ones receiving. You're not giving. You're receiving. Okay, so what is the first part of this story? Dog, and your dog. You're saying your dog. And your dog catches you. Your dog. Your dog witnessed you engaging in this behavior. Is what yes. you're telling us. Wait, yes. can I hear the okay. first part of this story? So his I dog just read lost the, I just read the headline. Okay, what's the headline? The dog owner complains that his mutt no longer respects him after it saw him bottoming. Yes. Now was he bottoming? I'm assuming this is a male. Yes. Was he getting paid? Damn, better be. I, it, 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 women don't bottom. I mean, you can say they do, but ben, that's not. Man, he played catcher. His dog saw him. He no longer respects him. Yes, yes, yes. I understand all this. I'm saying, did he play catcher to another man? Is this a heterosexual? Yes. I mean, a, the hell? A, yes. He might be getting pegged. If he's getting pegged, I hear the dog. Well, let's go in the if, biblical sense. That no, he's no, just he's catching. not getting pegged. Okay, so this was another man. Well. The dog, then that's on the dog. That's <laughs> on the dog. That's on the dog. The guy says that he was in his room getting it on with some guy he brought home, and his dog walk came into the room and started watching them. And then the dude who was, uh, in his words, pounding yeah. me, uh, <laughs> my, he, t- he says, hey, man, your dog's watching. And so that he turned like and go. he looked at the dog, and the dog... Walked out of the room, and ever since then, uh, he detects a difference. Yes, I from the t- dog because the dog saw him getting hit in the ass. The dog respects a bit. And of- let me just share this with you. I shared the story with my wife. She oh initially said, Lord. "This is a fake news story." I believe it too. It is I, not it's fake. She actually researched, and it is a real story. Aaron, I don't believe it. Aaron, it's a the, real story. This guy posted this story on Reddit because he used the words that I was getting pounded. Come on, man! Why can't you just say stuff that's going on? Why you got to use that? And like he's, I'll, I'll just, I just, I'll just I, read his I, quote. I, I, just a high level. <laughs> uh, the dog is going to is like any other animal. It's going to respect dominance. Yes, and right. That is it's not. That's, I, you're not yeah. dominant. This you're is submissive. This is he ain't his trying statement. to roll with his owner. No. He says, "Look, I'd rather." He's trying not. to roll with the other guy, the pounder. He the says, dog wants to leave home and go home with the pounder, dude. No, he wants to be the poundee. He wants to be the, the dog pounder. Wants to go with the pounder oh, yeah, guy. Absolutely. He's like, I, when you yeah. leave, holler at me. Yeah. here's my leash. <laughs> yeah, I'll go get it. He's Take got me it in his with mouth. you. Yeah. Yes, I'd rather be with you. Well, he did post this story, this question. On Reddit to see if anybody had any oh, you that know, proves responses. God damn. Oh, go ahead. That's and, just, I'm uh, sorry, Ben. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I No, you're fine. It's already well. You're going to really, post it. He asked people. He said, look, I'd rather not go into details, but I had a guy over a couple weeks ago uh, for a hookup and forgot to close the door. So my Akita I've had for two years wandered in while we were getting going at it i I forgot to close the shade drop the The shade the guy was pretty rough 
And See, I was yeah, this is porn. <laughs> this is some porn story, man. This isn't even a real so story. Fantasy. No, it is a real it's story. It's so fantasy driven. It yeah. is because you don't need all this extra stuff. He, he just said, "I just, don't want to go into specifics." I'm sorry, and he I'm goes into it. Go right into. That's why but it ain't isn't real. Isn't that just? Well, I shouldn't say that. It ain't real. Uh, no, it is real. It's not real. So the responses, the responses to his Reddit post. Let's hear it. And like, yeah, well, of course your dog looks at you differently because. Now he understands you're his bitch. There you go. There you go. Now, I want to call a timeout. You said that your wife researched this and found out it's real. Yes, because she thought it was How do you fake. find out it's real? Because she went to the website that the story came from. Oh, so the website would never lie. <laughs> oh, never mind. No, uh, it's uh, a, it turns, a site out, online turns out that this is a website that many homosexuals use to go to to talk about certain things. Yeah, and, and so it you, wasn't just one... It wasn't okay. just the one thing. It's f- this. Evidently, this website is full of stories. Would you say? Would you also say that maybe that some homosexuals go to this website to get off to the stories they're reading? Uh, is it possible that they use that too? Sure. Why okay. not? Well, then this that doesn't mean it's not them. real. Well, we grew to ten listeners. That was nice. Now I mean, didn't now did, we just shrank it back shit. down to? Go ahead, Aaron. Kill it. Freaking, we got we were, we're left with that Chris Green right. Bay guy who's like, oh yeah. I mean, y'all I asked this. me to bring these good, entertaining news stories, and uh, I thought we, you know, Dallas I mean, Cowboys, I, I knew Dallas that Cowboys, y'all Dallas Cowboys, have a lot to say about this topic. I'd you know. like to know what kind of dog. It was Akita? An Akita. Yeah, an Akita's not going to respect his owner getting no. bottomed out. I mean, would Leroy respect you? No, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. Dude, I couldn't even look at. If, if my gay <laughs> significant other that was pounding me said, hey, your dog's looking at you, I'd be like, ah, fuck, man. You know, like, I can't never look Leroy in the eye no more. What about Chip? We go to Mike. Oh, we go Chip from Mike it. McCarthy and his first down offense to taking the ass and Akita watching <laughs> in five minutes. <laughs> Zero to sixty. Right. Zero so no chip. Gasoline. Chip baby. would walk away, turn his head, drop his head. He'd walk away. You know, like in your prison when would they just start walking. Disgusted? Oh, he's just walking away. I got time for you. Can you let the garage door up? Can you open the door? We're just I walking need out food. of here. Yeah, I don't. I'll starve. I don't want to be around your bitch ass. Yeah. Well, I just I, wanted to bring that up. I did see. I um, thought y'all would have something to say. I watched about that. this video. Hats off to the prisoners out there because uh, they're able to smuggle anything in. Okay, but they had this cell phone and they had this white boy. Okay, and you didn't see anybody else on the screen, uh, but I feel like none of them were also white. Um, and he had been busted for some type of uh, sex offense. Um, just looking at the guy, he looked kind of like a weirdo. Um, Probably did any kid. I would even say same sex um, diddling. Just that was my perception of the guy. But anyways, these dudes was asking him questions and stuff, and he was like, oh, "I don't want to talk about that." And they're filming him, right? And you know this guy, he's getting bottomed out by these dudes. You know it. <laughs> you know you could see the fear in him, dude. Honestly, and I was like, I remember watching. I was like, I don't care. Like I ain't gonna never do what he did. I don't even know exactly what he did. But I'm like, I don't never want to go to prison. Dude. He's inside. He's inside. Okay. And the fear. And they were just, he was like, I don't want to. He was like, man, I don't want to quit asking me about that or something. And they were like, what are you going to do? <laughs> and you could just see, like, you know, he was already been made their bitch. Yeah. Ooh. Man, his dog cannot respect that. But I did have a viewer mail here for Scotty. Let me see. Oh, I know. Actually, I'll take it back. It was for the rabbit hole. It was for the rabbit hole or uh, for the. Uh, Chasing the rabbit. Let me see. Um, hi, guys. Love your show. Um, long-time listener. 
uh, really like the viewer mail segment. I was listening, and Scott did a guy, Marlon, from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and he did it in his voice. I was hoping if he would do this in my voice. Oh, well, shit. I shouldn't be reading this. So I guess you should be reading this, man. Uh, <laughs> Hand Kenny, it over. Yeah. Right, if you want. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, where's this guy from? What, what do well, we know? How what do we, we know? How's he supposed to know his voice? I, I, I don't know. How, how did he do... Because uh, th- he knew he was from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Murfreesboro, yeah, Tennessee. Marlin. 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 Yeah, Marlin. Yeah, Marlin. 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 So I guess I guess uh, I'm going to assume that anybody from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, probably sounds hello real, there, real redneck Appalachian. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> so what? how's he spell? Where's this guy from? What do we know about this guy? Well, yeah, what do we know about know. this? Kenny, can you fire this up on Scott's screen for him? I I, I apologize. I shouldn't even read that. That's fine. See if Kenny can fire that up, and Scott can do it in his voice. I don't know. I he think needs it was. Your from, I think if I, uh, what was that? It's from Charlotte Quay. That's some pretty small. T- yeah, fine. I think it, I think Kenny put it on the bottom of the screen, and it's, it, I believe it's from Charlotte Quay. Charlotte Quay. Charlotte Quay. Day one. Oh, this is what you're doing to me, Charlotte Quay. I, I don't know. He All liked right. the way you did Marvin from Marvin Murfreesboro. From I thought Murfreesburg, you were like spot on. He was like, Tennessee. man, can you do my voice? I don't know. I don't know what this mm. dude's. Where's this dude from? I don't know. Charlotte Quay? Where's Charlotte Quay from? Scott. What he didn't kind of, say, he, but I get the message. I get, from the, I get the gist of this. Charlotte I'm trying Quay. to see what do you want me to read. I don't know. What I I'm think Kenny put it on the bottom of the screen. Uh, but I, I could be wrong. <laughs> Carla, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, been listening to from day one. Love the show, especially Scott's viewer mail segment. Love from when he does time the voices in accents. Word. Like Marvin from Murfreesboro, Tennessee or some shit like that. From last week's show. In reality, hoping he will do me. <laughs> do me like, you know, what he did done there. <laughs> I guess I have to ask a question. <laughs> to get on the segment, I am curious if you guys take, of course, if you guys be taking Bitcoin. It's Charlotte Quay, I think we do take Bitcoin. I think, Kenny, do you got us up on that Bitcoin? I'm not finished. Oh. All love, love. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get that money. Right. That's it. Right. Now, well, I mean. All love, love. I am. What what was this guy's name? Charlotte Quay. Charlotte Quay. My my name be a guy. I don't know. It's a girl. Charlotte? Charlotte Quay. Charlotte. It was all one word. Oh, Charlotte. Oh, I read it. I read it all wrong. Yeah, yeah, Charlotte Quay. Yeah, Charlotte Quay. (laughs) Okay. I don't Mm. be having time. No, I'm not going to do that. Kenny? (laughs) Get on my social, (laughs) your sketch. You sketch. Uh, Well, Kenny, get the Charlotte Quay. We do take Bitcoin. We do. Uh, we will take any Down kind of financial monetary. Yeah. We're in the negative. Uh, yeah, we will take it. Uh, <laughs> we will take it now. <laughs> Anything. We'll, yes. we'll just take a listen. Yes. Everybody, I was set up for that. Yes. That was not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we don't know anything about all that. 
Well, but shout I'm, out to Marvin in Tennessee. Shout out to Marvin in, in Murfreesboro. Hey, Marvin, I'm trying I'll to get down. there myself. Marvin, I'll catch a truck down there. See you later. Yeah, and uh, Charlotte Quay, I think from the Chicago outskirts. You know, ready to see you, bro. Ahala, ahala. Glad you guys oh. showed up tonight. Kenny's got us headed to the strip club. He, he, La, what he do you knows. got going on, Kenny? Get those I singles. S- yes, I see a pole dance in my future. Get you know what he told me? Rocking. What? Scott asked him out tonight. Really? Scott, yeah. can I get with y'all? I'll roll, I'll roll back seat. Kenny, you turncoat motherfucker. Let's do it. All right. We'll, we'll see, see you guys later. next Thursday. It's chasing the rabbit. <laughs>